0: Good evening. Um, meeting is called to order. And I would like to have a microphone checked, please, first. Jen. Testing? Testing? Test. 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 One, two. Can't hear no. you. No. Is
1: Test. Davis Test. Not Test. It Test. Yes.
0: Test. It just takes. There's a oh, works. Just have to put it close to your mouth when you talk. <laughs> you can turn it off. So we can pick it up. Okay. Thank you all for coming. Um, I think I will ask. Um, let's see. I already picked on Judy. How about Maxine to lead us in the pledge? Thank you. <coughs>
2: to the flag of the United States of America and to the
3: Republic for which it stands one nation under God indivisible
0: with liberty and justice
3: for all..
4: Councilwoman Coates Here Councilman Sandretto. Here. Councilman Mokler Here. Councilwoman Lateau? here. I have not heard anything from Councilwoman Stady. She
3: called about uh, 15 minutes ago. She was asking if at all possible to be excused. She has a family deal going on with her father right now. Uh, that's up to you guys.
1: I make a motion we excuse Councilwoman
0: Stady. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Okay. Motion carries. She's excused. Mm-hmm all right um reading and approval of the minutes
5: under items for approval number two change order number one the uh, reply from the attorney to my question wasn't listed in here
0: are you talking about the agenda oh i'm sorry we're on the minutes right thank you so reading and approval of the minutes
5: Oh, it is on the minutes, yes. There we go. (laughs) That was correct, yeah. So, items for approval number two, the the attorney wasn't replied to my question, was not listed. And I feel that would be a little more important than Councilman Stadies, if we could add that back in. I believe he did concur with what Councilman Stadies said.
0: And this is in the minutes? Um, Yes. Okay.
5: Items for approval, number two, change order number one.
0: Okay. So your comments are missing is what you're saying. My comments are there.
5: Uh, the attorney had replied to them, but that's not listed in there.
0: Oh, his reply is. Correct. I, I see. Okay.
4: I'll add at the end of that paragraph, just that attorney leave concurred.
5: Perfect. Thank you.
0: Okay. Any other comments on the minutes?
5: I move we approve the minutes as amended.
0: Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye.
5: Aye. Abstain. I wasn't here. I don't know
3: what
0: occurred. Okay. All right. Motion carries. Are there any opening remarks, housekeeping items, or executive session requests that, um, um, for this evening? Okay. Um, hearing none, we'll move to the approval of the agenda. And did you have any change on the agenda? Or no. Just a, minute? Just, a minute. Okay. just a minute. Well, I do have. Um, uh, what I'd like to do is discussion item number two. <coughs> we have directed the attorneys to <clears throat> revise part of the code that deals with the water and sewer uh, fees. And at this point in time, I have not seen the revision, and staff and the attorneys would like to We'd like to sit down first before we bring it to council and make sure all of our concerns have been addressed.
3: So you'd like to strike it? I'm sorry, what? You'd like to strike it from the agenda? I'd
0: like to move it to the next next council session so we have time to review it.
5: I'll motion we approve the agenda as amended. Second.
0: Second. Okay. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Motion carries. Uh, visitor comments for non-agenda items. Are there any? Uh, yes, Mr. Deckard. Here. Yes, that would be good. And let's make sure your microphone is on and working. Yeah, sounds like it. It's on. Good. Thank
6: you. Anybody don't know me? My name's Dan Deckard. Resident of Benton City, 25 plus years. I have a packet here I'd like you all to look at. Take one and pass it down, please. Uh, Leave the extra one for Stephanie. She can get get it to Lisa. Oh, let me have one back. (laughs) Sorry. I I printed this out. I'll I'll, I'll give you the extra here when I get done. I printed this out so everybody would have a copy of this. Uh, I came to City Hall the other day and asked about zoning changes. I was told it would take 90 days to do a zoning change. In the past, well, many years back when Robinson was here and I was on uh, planning commission, it didn't take 90 days. It took probably 30 I was also told that Simmons and City Hall informed uh, individual here in town that they couldn't do at uh, request a zoning change until spring. I'm calling hogwash on that. But what I would like each of you to do is take a look at 236.060. Under the bold part, shall first be submitted to the Planning Commission for its recommendation and report. That's all zoning plats within the city. I was told at city city hall a few days ago that first, if somebody applies, they turn it over to the city inspector, whatever, he reviews it, eventually gets it to the planning commission. I said, why? Well, because that's the way it is. No, it's not. There, right in your code. It goes to planning commission. Now, if you want to want to let that, City inspector in on it, that's fine. But it doesn't sit on his desk for a week or two weeks or three weeks or whatever before it goes to the Planning Commission. When that that application comes in, right there in your code. The other thing, 2.70.135, amendments to zoning code and map. Go to page two. Three types of zoning amendments, a rezone, a amendment and a prezone. the specific things I'm referring to are re- rezoning so whether it goes from a, in this particular case I'm looking at R1 R2 and R3 zones now in the past I don't know how you guys have been doing it since I've been staying away from City Hall with Robinson in the days it, it, it go from r1 to r2 r2 to r3 back forth whatever we, we used to do that maximum i think was 45 days and i i can't see why it would ever take 90. That, that that's totally illogical and as to who may initiate this item c the city council the planning commission any person requesting amendment of this code any property owner All I'm saying is, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if somebody's feeding feeding the line of hooey out there to the public. But if they are, it needs to stop. This is totally, totally and utterly inexcusable. And anyway, that's all i got to say about it. It it better stop. Thank you. Thank you. Be kind enough to pass that.
0: Does Council have any
1: need to do some checking on it. So thank you for bringing it to our attention.
0: Pardon?
1: Thank you for bringing it to our attention. You're I am not real familiar with it, so I, I need to do some research and check
0: into it.
6: Thank you. I appreciate
0: that. Okay. All right. Any other visitor comments? Hearing none, we'll move to our regular reports. Sheriff's report. Commander Law. All
2: right, good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Uh, I got two months to report for you, September and October, both. Um, calls for service in September were 347. In comparison was 324 and 18. And in October was 368 calls for service versus 324 and 18. And looking at some of the statistical data I saw, we saw two burglaries in September um, in comparison to three last year, so there's no trend there. Um, we did have six thefts in September, and five of those were cleared by arrest. So we investigated in, in them and made less than five of the six in <coughs> September. And in October, we had four malicious mischiefs, and three of those were interpersonal problems, people arguing with each other and each other's stuff. And we had a robbery which I read that report and it looks like the robbery itself was a fabricated report to avoid getting charged with uh, an order violation. Still, so the validity behind that robbery is pretty, very questionable. Yeah. That is all the stats that I have to report to you. Okay. So, did I hear you right in saying you
3: had a 40 calling?
2: In general? So, yeah, it could be a combination of all of those things. So, self initiated activity that generates a case report could be included in
0: that. Yeah. And I do want to thank you. I'm seeing, it feels like there's a lot of extra patrols out. I see a lot of car, uh, sheriff cars now. So, appreciate the coverage.
2: That's good. That's good to hear. more Big emphasis on keeping the deputy in the zone. And you know, our staffing is, is finally starting to level out a little bit where we actually have uh, a lot of number of deputies with members of the staff. And that helps. Good to hear. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
6: Okay.
0: Chamber of Commerce report.
7: Good evening, City Council, Mayor, City Staff. Pleasure going to be with you again tonight. Uh, so today, I am reporting on October's number for the Chamber of Commerce and Visitor Information Center. I apologize about the main title being incorrect there. Uh, this status um, and stats reported for uh, October are the following: for social media engagement, uh, reached fourteen thousand six hundred engagements, forty six hundred Facebook new followers, fifty three. Electronic newsletter recipients 584, website clicks 211, Instagram followers 194. Uh, we did see an increase in our membership this year, uh, or sorry, this past month, as well as a steady um, medium of about 152 for October, um, visitors stepping into the Chamber of Commerce Visitor Information Center. Um, other than that, the rest of the information is staying the same. Uh, you'll see here that I've included the information regarding our next upcoming community event, Winterfest, which is on December 14th. A lot of fun, new, and also traditional events going on. Um, We've partnered with the uh, Boosters Club at the high school, the Revitalization Committee, um, as well as the city staff. We're very excited to put on a a very fun event for the Benton City community in December. Um, I'll talk more about that here in a second. Going to the second page, A couple requests to be placed uh, for future meetings. Uh, For the next December meeting, if possible, I'd like to be placed on items for discussion regarding the volunteer uh, recognition reception. We have received some bids, uh, but I didn't want to present to council without you guys having due notice um, prior to before the meeting. Uh, So that one requested, and then also um, regarding next year in 2020 uh, I do have the five-year plan um, as well as the draft chamber and city contract uh, 2020 presentation in addition to just overall lessons learned um, for this year Uh, speaking of which our Benton City Days 2019 survey is still live and we are eagerly um, awaiting for responses from the community regarding perhaps Benton City's biggest event of the year Um, so If uh, you have constituents or groups that you can please share that with, that would be greatly appreciated. Other than that, uh, again, gearing up for the last two community events of the year. uh, Small Business Saturday, which falls on November 30th. Uh, You'll see a big uh, PR push from our group uh, regarding that event, encouraging the community to shop locally before the holidays and uh, supporting downtown businesses. And then again, Winterfest December 14th. Uh, Overall, regarding what you'll we'll see for their, uh, next month's presentation. Um, I'm happy to report that 95% of our scope of work items have been complete to date. Um, our group has been working very hard. Um, we certainly have had growing pains and um, you know, a lot of lessons learned this year. But I think that um, we're, we're chugging along. And uh, you'll I, I think you'll be hopeful to see uh, the things we have planned for 2020. Other than that, we have uh, the October meeting minutes, and then the treasurer's report on back. And going to answer any questions. To the
0: I have a question. Um, the number reached uh, on Facebook. Is there some way you could show the delta between last month and this month on some of those? Sites?
7: Yeah, absolutely. Um, what i can do in my <laughs> presentation regarding i think that's really the main number um reach is how many people see it engagements is how many people clicked on it or liked and en- engaged with the post um i can put some graphs together of what this past year has been since we've reported to the city and that we can accurately see a yeah. yearly trend there that would be great okay also last thing um, we're very excited to be partnering with the revitalization committee um, we have uh, we you will see here shortly with the uh, orbital marker project. Uh, the revitalization has purchased some uh, Ben City home of Uranus uh, swag that we're going to have available to the community to uh, promote that as part of a uh, visitor tourism aspect of Ben City. So we will see that being posted and available for purchase in the visitor information center soon. So those. No
0: questions? Okay. Um, staff reports are in the um, packets. Um, uh, so we'll move to council committee reports. Do we have any at this time? No. I haven't had it. I do have um, a report that I would like to give. Is um, <coughs> actually three things. I was gonna report on. The first one is the BFCOG meeting, the, um, okay. Can't hear me, huh? There we go, <laughs> okay. Oh, Benton Franklin Council <laughs> of Governments <laughs> um, board meeting. Um, I found out that the interchange that was planned to go for I-82 into the Red Mountain in West Richland um, due to this Funding issue that the highway department has now, they've kind of given up on that for the time being and instead they've chosen to um, improve 224, I get 224 and 225 confused, the one that goes through West Richland. Um, They're going to expand that and work on that up to Red Mountain so that they'll have a better access to Red Mountain. They also have a number of interchanges that they're trying to uh, put on uh, State Road 240. A lot of the plans to expand for Hanford traffic have kind of gone by the wayside because of this car tax, um, uh, tabs issue. Um, And a lot of the project there that was going to go through Richland has all been put on hold. So we'll see how that goes, um, they're still negotiating but that, those are some changes and, and the interchange thing affects us quite favorably if, if we're the only interchange to Red Mountain, so um, that gives us a little more time to do improvements before they go through with the other, if they ever do. Um, the other thing is on December 7th. There's going to be an elected officials um, workshop over at the police station in Kennewick. And I bring that up not only for our new electeds, but it would be nice if all of us could attend that. And it's going to be hosted and facilitated by none other than Mr. Ferguson. So. You (laughs) just have to laugh at my public records jokes. So, um, I hope you all will make plans to attend that. And then, as Dakota said, we actually got the orbital marker placed. It's out there now. And I want to give kudos to Kyle because he jumped right in the ditch and (laughs) started uh, helping move that orbital marker. They had to bring it in on an excavator and lower it down into a ditch. And then Kyle helped him get it straight so that it's up and down and perfect, according to the artist. Um, And then Mr. Yochum was there and filmed a lot of it. So he has a podcast that shows the uh, placement of the marker. And as Dakota said, we have some shirts that are going to be for sale and some other um, souvenirs are planned to be purchased as well for the chamber to sell and we'll split the profits with um, the Chamber of Commerce. So that's all I have, any questions? Okay, hearing none, we'll move on to the items for approval. So the first item, is the fourteen oh six bill affordable housing sales tax credit? And is Mr. Sullivan here to give that presentation? Okay, thank you. It looks like you're injured. Oh I am. No, <laughs> I'm it's in, too bad. So. That's
8: good. Uh, my name is Kyle Sullivan, I'm the administrator for the county's human serv- human services department. And and so I was asked to come and talk about Substitute so the House Bill 1406. I, I certainly don't want to repeat anything uh, that may have been reported to you already, so I don't I don't know if you've got any, if you've received any knowledge or any information on, on the House Bill. i packet, but mm-hmm. um, it didn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense to most of us.
3: Okay, I'll, so I'll try and,
8: and kind of give you the Reader's Digest version, and then uh, if, if there's any specific questions, I'll give I'll, it I'll my best shot to answer those. So, the Ledge um, signed uh, Substitute House Bill 1406 uh, this last session. Is that better? Okay, oh. yeah, i And um, it, what it is is a tax revenue share program. Uh, the state's identified that um, affordable housing is not just a west side issue. It's a, a, a statewide issue. In Benton County, the, the vacancy rate uh, uh, for rental units is between 1% and 2%. So you end up with a person that, that doesn't have barriers and they have a, a difficult time finding affordable housing, let alone someone who maybe has a history of, um, maybe a criminal history or history of evictions or poor, poor credit, things that landlords would check prior to accepting the individual as a, or family as a, as a tenant. And so the 1406 allows for local governments to retain a portion of the state sales tax it to affordable housing, it's not a new tax, Uh, it's simply retaining uh, uh, up to 0.0146% It's a document recording fee uh, that allows uh, every document recorded in the cities and counties there's a a specific fee attached to it that is applied towards uh, housing uh, and addressing affordable housing. We have a steering committee uh, with representation from the cities and the county uh, that meets uh, several times a year. Uh, That steering committee provides it's all or if any, sometimes this There's specific timelines, uh, and, and the the council really has the option of, of, of two things. You can you can do nothing, assign, uh, take no action, uh, and um, the county has already signed a, a resolution of intent indicating that to the state that they're wanting to opt into the program, and so if the city chooses, if, if the council chooses to do nothing, uh, we would, the county would would retain the full portion of the sales tax credit uh, again there would be the, the city would have uh, a representation on uh, as a voice on the, the steering committee and uh, be able to help guide projects um, the alternative would be uh, the, the council would uh, if the council was wanting to retain uh, their portion of that tax credit uh, you would have to sign a resolution resolution End of January uh, of, of this next coming year, indicating your desire to do that, and then draft the tax ordinance by uh, the end of July um, to retain that portion of the sales tax. So that's that's the reader. I hope I, I've said this so many times that I, I don't know, I'm, you know I kind of get a little bit fuzzy on what information is helpful and what is just me rambling. So I, I don't want to ramble, um, and so certainly I want to be able to answer any specific questions that you might have makes a lot more sense than
3: all that, I'm trying to read through that packet. Sure. Um, the, the question I have is, what kind of projects is the county looking at with these? Are they similar to that, like our duplexes up here in the I, street,
9: or?
8: Yeah, and ultimately that will be the, the steering committee. It will be decided by the steering committee. Me, me personally, because of our, our vacancy rate being so low, I'm in favor of, of bringing units uh, building projects. Um, You know we've had uh, again this this fund is very similar in uh, allowable expenses to our 2060 fund and for example uh, one of the programs that that we supported this last year was a private developer he's building a apartment complex in Richland and he applied for 2060 funding uh, and and so with The funding, and I can't recall how many total units he had. We'll, we'll just say it was, it was a twenty-unit uh, building. He, he you know, uh, the, so he, he received twenty sixty funding uh, that uh, for the units that were designated uh, to be that with that funding, he, there he has to offer those at uh, what's considered fair market rent, uh, which is determined by HUD uh, for low income low income housing. There are income requirements and those kinds of things that um, that HUD determines uh, and um, and so that's a, a you know this isn't a huge sum of money but it is money that that um, there's there's simply no, no drawback to to retaining the funding locally as opposed to sending it to the state and so I, I think that's where we've been successful in the past in partnering with private developers uh, I know the, the housing authorities, connection with uh, uh, tax credit dollars and and other other funding sources to build <coughs> larger projects so the, the money's not enough to, to really support you know a 50-bed unit but it can help it can help um, uh, like, well with this with specifically with with uh, the money that that housing authorities used with their last project uh, they were given support of this project lend us additional money or or tax credit dollars uh, and and we're able to acquire other funding as a result of that. So there's a lot of different
3: Looking at the, the small guy, right? So, is there a time frame that they have on renting those, or can they raise the
8: rent on those folks? Or they they for the units that are earmarked with this funding, it has to stay uh, at or below fair market rent. And again, fair market rent changes each year; it, it, it goes up, but um, HUD, HUD dictates what that number is. And and so depending on the dollar amount, um, so for example, if a you know if, if or award, if awarded $100,000, there's a, a requirement and we put a restrictive covenant on the property that, that requires that property be used for uh, 15 years. And then after the 15 years, the restrictive covenant's lifted and, and uh, they're, they're free to do what they want with the property. Okay.
0: I have a question, but I think um, Mr. Deckert has a question. Let's sure.
6: On the taxation, are they getting taxed fair market value and the property they're paying the property taxes or is this another one in PILP payment things like building bill no, no there there
3: there is this is There's no PILT, no
6: and it's good for the city or the county. yes money. yes
0: okay. um i was wondering we have a number of affordable housing units here already and if we signed up for this would we benefit from having what's existing or we would be required to have a housing authority, ourselves, or?
8: There would be no requirement. Uh, My only ask would be that that the council appoint representation on the steering committee so that they can help guide where those funds are spent. And ultimately the council wouldn't have to, um, but but it's helpful to have a voice.
0: So we have um, uh, supposedly like a migrant worker housing and we have several duplexes now for migrant workers and we have Catholic charities um, desert rose uh, which has what about four, yeah. 40 50 units so we would we could take credit for whatever rents those places bring out. the
8: this money is geared towards capital capital funding so uh, you want to
0: Build more is the idea.
8: Yes, um, and and again, it, it's it wouldn't necessarily be um, be earmarked to any specific <coughs> city. Typically, what we do when we issue an RFP is we accept applications from whoever in the, in Ben County, in, in any of the cities, um, is interested in in accessing. Example uh, and again, it's very similar to our 2060 uh, parameters. With that, our last um, our last RFP, we we received. Geez, there were quite a few uh, proposals. We ended up listening to 13 of them, and the steering committee uh, recommended uh, supporting five of them. And so the. the Situation where I've presented something, a recommendation from the steering committee to the board of commissioners, where they haven't, they haven't signed off on it. And so, if, if, for example, there was a, a, a project um, that was was maybe a good idea, or, or for that matter, not a good idea uh, for uh, the city of, of Ben City, um, we would want that representation from from the, uh, the person appointed from the council to weigh in on that provide provide their input as to whether they felt like this would be something that would be worthy to support or or maybe we would want to send that support to one of the other projects.
0: It sounds though that we might be at a disadvantage compared to some of the bigger cities because they obviously could come in with a fifty unit complex where we probably couldn't do something like that. So you know, is a fourplex gonna rate anything compared to a 50 unit yeah it,
8: it will it will depend on on um, on the the you know again I, I for affordable housing is not not a county specific issue or a richland specific issue it's 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 our community and so if there's a, a project uh that fits a need um that's appropriate uh and it has support of the steering committee and it's in benton city
4: presenter to present earlier in the agenda Um, but basically at this I mean the council needs to make a decision if they want to uh, move forward with the process to retain the funds at the city level or if they um, want to not do anything and have those funds go to the county for the steering committee
0: so we don't have to make that decision tonight
4: But there will need to be some direction if you do wish to move forward because we'll have to prepare um, the resolution
3: either way right
4: um, I don't think we have to prepare one if we opt to not do anything it's just if we ought to keep those funds which um, if if we retain the full amount just in an average it's like about $5,500 so it's not a
3: huge amount of
1: money yeah right. so by ourselves our small town can't do much with that 5,500. However, if it goes (coughs) to the county, it has a lot more of an effect. It helps.
4: Right, and then the city would, if the city retained it, they'd have to have some sort of a mechanism to award or evaluate. So there would be costs. (coughs) So I don't know if that it would be cost effective to keep it. Right.
8: That is one of the, I don't know if it was an oversight or if it was but there is not, um, uh, for example, our 2060 funding, there's a 6%, um, if you want to call it an admin fee for administering the program um, built in, in into the RCW, uh, there's not that for this. So to a degree it's additional work that's unfunded, um, but again, it's, it's better to keep the money locally than send it to the state. Mm-hmm. So, in, and just from a dollar perspective, uh, if you combine the, the, the maximum uh, percentage rate uh, for all of Benton County and all the cities within Benton County, it's roughly $650,000 a year. And you can bond on it. It's a 20-year program. Uh, so if there was this great project uh, that you needed additional money now, um, it the, could be, you could bonds on it. Well, affordable housing is definitely an issue for everybody.
3: a problem what letting the funds go to the
8: county. And so what, what would happen is it, uh, uh, probably at the beginning of the year I'm going to start working on interlocal agreements
4: Um, we can put this on for an item for discussion at a later meeting, or if, if council is kind of making a decision not to bring back a resolution, <coughs> we can just move forward with the interlocal at the beginning of the year. I'm, I'm good
3: with county taking it. Yeah, absolutely. They, they can do more with it than we
4: can. So we will not bring a resolution back? Correct. Okay. Thank you.
8: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Have
0: a nice evening. Okay. Uh, the next item for approval is the second reading of Ordinance 1006 2020, Appleboro Tax.
3: Madam Mayor, I move to approve the second reading Ordinance 1006. Yes. Yeah, 1006. City of Benton City Washington setting the tax levy for the City of Benton City and fixing the amount of the ad valorem taxes for the year 2020.
0: Second. All in favor? Aye. 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 Okay. Motion carries. Next item is the first reading of the 2019-2020 biennial budget adjustment.
3: approve on the first reading an ordinance of the city of Benton City of Washington amending ordinance 987 which adopted the 2019
0: 2020 biennium budget second all in favor aye, aye. Oh, I forgot this oh you did second right <coughs> okay sorry I got confused there all right um, motion carries all right um, next item is resolution 2019 29, authorizing the mayor to sign the street sweeping agreement amendment number 8.
3: My question goes to Kyle. The <coughs> cost on that is in line or standard with what they have been charging? It's, oh, yeah. it's
4: $10 an hour more than it was last year, but they didn't increase it. it or if they did, it was a very small amount, like in the cents from years before that. So I'm thinking that this is The 190, it was 180 and some change last year.
5: Would it be more cost effective for us to do this ourselves?
4: Uh, We'd have to purchase a street sweeper, which is several hundred thousand dollars. So um, I know that Kyle's (laughs) working um, on some different avenues to find some funding sources to potentially purchase one with some grant money. Um, But at this time, this is the most cost effective. Perfect.
5: I move to approve resolution 2019-29, authorizing the mayor to sign the amendment number 8 to the interlocal agreement with West Richland for Street Sweeping Services. Second. Okay,
0: roll
4: call. Councilman Sandretto? Yay. Councilwoman Latow? Yes. Councilwoman Coates? Yes. Councilman Moeckler?
5: Yes. okay.
0: Um, The next item is Conditional Use Permit for 804 Babs Avenue. Are there any questions? Anybody else got anything? No questions.
3: Okay.
0: I'll entertain a motion.
1: Madam Mayor. I move to approve the conditional use permit for 804 Babs Avenue to change the use of a portion of the existing building at 804 Babs Avenue to an automotive repair shop based on the recommendation from the Benton City Planning Commission conditioned upon compliance with any development regulations in the Benton City Municipal Code.
0: Second. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Okay. Motion carried. All right, good luck with your new venture. Thank you. <laughs> okay, Mary, you're here this time. I am they here. I had to ring it last time.
1: I know, somebody had to take care of that for me. I got to get to them. It's like, where are they? <laughs> 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 All right, Madam Mayor, I move to approve payment of claim check numbers 30189 through 30217 with EFTs as listed in the amount of 97000 hundred and seventy four dollars and eleven cents and payroll check number three zero one five six with EFTs as listed in the amount of seventy eight thousand three hundred and seventy five dollars and eighty four cents this 19th day of November 2019.
3: Second.
4: Okay. Roll call please. Councilman Littow? Yes. Councilman Sandretto? Yes. Councilman Coates? Yes. Councilman Milkler.
0: Yes. Okay. Thank you. Um, the next item for discussion is the downtown color palette. I know you have a copy in, in your uh, file here, but I'm wondering if I should get a few copies for the people if they would like to look at it. I have some in my desk. If um, I'll take one minute and and get them in case... We want to look at what we're looking at. (laughs)
4: just,
0: right. <laughs> 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 just get <getting>
10: started <laughs> uh, <yeah>. it's just <laughs> colors <laughs> <laughs> yeah
11: okay. oh, we just <laughs>
7: lot sure. okay. Mm-hmm.
0: okay sorry for the delay. Um, this uh, color palette was drafted probably about six years ago when um, I was on the council and um, this was uh, an attempt to get harmony and the colors of the town, and um, uh, to design a style and a, and a town theme and a color palette. Uh, the color palette is kind of a combination of what was done by uh, the Yakima Valley Association and um, I lost, lost my space here. <laughs> but. Um, We also then um, looked for historic design and our first building that we took on to to work with was the Chamber of Commerce. And um, we worked with an awning uh, dealer out of, um, it was a Sunbrella um, dealer out of Portland who gave us a really good deal. But He actually researched the oldest um, awning style that we uh, we could was still made today. And this one is representative of the 1940s. And so given that color uh, style, uh, we designed the additional colors around that awning. So you'll see all those colors repeated in the palette. Um, So um, we Worked on the um, chamber building and added planters and the awnings and uh, the colors and we would like to continue that through the town and we offered in this packet you'll see we offered any business $100 towards purchasing the paint but you know that's not very much anymore Um, but we wanted to give them an incentive to to get started with it and Um, The more I see the buildings going up in all various colors, especially our latest orange building, Um, I just really feel that it's time that we codify this so that we can enforce having a harmony of of themes here. Other towns manage to have a cohesive look and and, um, by having some style guides um, for the town, we think this would create a lot more, you know, reasonable colors so that we don't look like a hodgepodge. So um, I would like to have a discussion if, um, if people are willing to go along with us and so that we can have some guidelines. Are you talking about council or public? <coughs> uh, for council. But if the public wants to say something about it, then I'd be happy to hear it. No, please Okay. Codify it, you're nuts. <laughs> Why <laughs> do you
6: mm-hmm. say
0: that? You're gonna get
6: Yeah, I can't I can't say and hear what people are gonna tell you
0: Well there are obviously some some things that have definite colors that they have to have, you know, like subway. But their building fits in the brick facade, all of that fits in with the color palette. So, you know, as long as it's harmonious, um, you know, I know there's going to be exceptions with their signage and whatnot.
6: You're asking to legislate morality. It's not going to happen.
0: Good luck. No, I'm not asking to legislate morality. That was Jake's thing. <laughs> the implication being the same. The parallel is the same. You,
6: you want you. When you talk
1: about code you we're gonna do this on
6: a paint scheme? You do? Yeah. I'll lay a hundred dollars. You can't get 20 people to agree on the same thing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, do they have to agree on the same color?
0: Mm -mm. No, they have a whole series of colors, as you can see in there.
3: um, But they'd have to apply to those specific if it was codified and therefore, they would have to go to that specific manufacturer huh? then we're telling people no, where they got to buy their paint
0: no we're not there's, well that's there's, what you
3: have here you have the, you have specific part numbers specific i have brands. three different there's different three brands. different
10: brands so that means three different companies everywhere yeah, from pat notes to it could be anywhere that's fine but you're still telling
3: people they have to go to these three vendors
0: no, Kind of like living in, they in a they can a, match this color with any right, vendor yeah. as long mm-hmm. as it's close People want a tourist attraction in
10: Benton City or something to bring people in, but nobody minds if they live in Leavenworth and they have to live in a Swiss chalet.
3: Yeah, but Leavenworth did something where they went in and they they did codify, but they codified a theme. They codified a business district. You're talking just a paint color. You really need to think outside the box on this and go bigger if well, you're if you're gonna start
0: somewhere well this is <laughs> this is a theme and this is for the downtown if this you're one. going to do this
3: and this type of idea <clears throat> and you're going to figure out you're going to have to figure out a blocking what what businesses have to what businesses don't are you going to make the businesses down the course <clears throat> apply to the theme i thought it was just for downtown no, just for the downtown okay. corridor okay. so you and set that up it's
0: voluntary It's voluntary, but a new person coming in, we would like them to try to do this. We can't force somebody that's already got their business to change it.
3: You want to codify the suggestion,
0: is all you're saying.
1: Or or are you saying that someone new is going to be required because you said that they have a choice, but then you said the new ones.
0: Well, Well, will new ones have to everything to, to, we would like to enforce it. Right now you see what a hodgepodge we have. Other cities have a town theme. We have a town theme. We have a downtown that we want to be harmonious. Um, that's, so, that's my goal. So a question here is, and I
10: know one of the things that we, we something that kind of sticks out is we have the old Bear Hut, Shadow Mountain Grill, whatever we want to call it at the moment. That it's orange now. It yeah. it's a different color every month. So so now it's orange. So even though they just painted it, would we then say that particular color isn't close to what goes again or goes within our style guide? Would we ask them to
0: paint it to fit more into our color scheme? No, or? I don't think we would if it's already done. I think. When somebody's coming in, when they present a plan, we just let them know this is what we're trying to do.
11: What's the boundaries of the downtown corridor exactly?
0: I'm sorry, what? The boundaries
11: of the downtown corridor? So, so like would there? There's, there's a couple
0: of blocks right here.
10: But would, Ameri- would it start at American Dream and go up to Tire Center or well, we is that can, what we- We
0: can determine that. I would start it right here where um, Pax Auction was. Or the degree, So I it
10: was just curious where those
3: but that's a good line, point though. Because that's that's what I'm saying. You yeah. have to set up a whole downtown district and this is one of the things I've thought about is we need to look at maybe changing code to include a specific downtown
10: well, area. We're all on the same page then. Just well, different. We got, <laughs> got to start at the beginning. got to start at the beginning. This is
0: a discussion. We have Absolutely. a beginning. We can modify it to include all these things that you're talking about.
11: Yeah. It'd actually be beneficial to talk to Clay Ellum, who is getting a historic grant for their downtown area, and they are actually giving businesses back money for updating their buildings. Which yeah. is so they had a, recently had a building who expanded, painted, put in some landscaping work, and in return, they got like a $1,300 check or somewhere around that amount. Yeah, due to that grant. Yeah, right. so you can't say, I mean, you did mention a hundred bucks isn't much these days, but if you were to have a specific district and you had a grant for that specific district, you might be able to get business owners to want to do <coughs> what you're looking to do. Mm-hmm because you're giving them something back, even though it won't cover the cost of everything that they put into it, there is a bit of a break. Yeah,
0: right. incentives. Right, and I agree. And this money is not city money. This is revitalization committee money that we're offering. And we can increase this amount.
5: I've got a quick question here. I've heard rumor and I don't know for sure that the EDC has disbanded. Is that correct? I don't, know. I, don't I ha- know. I haven't heard anything official yet.
11: I believe it is.
5: If that's correct, the revitalization committee was part of the EDC. It
9: I think was. Broke off. It no was longer. broke
5: off. Okay. It just sounded like, from the information in the pamphlet, that it was still part it was of, or maybe longer. as of time the it pamphlet was, was printed. It was then. Okay. Yes.
0: Um, no. This would have to be redone. Absolutely. But I'm just bringing up the discussion now to see. You know, if it's something well, that we can It
5: had talked about the $100, and I just wanted to make sure that <laughs> are being covered on that versus...
0: Yeah. yeah. No, we have, we, we're we not planning to ask for city money. I mean, if the city wants to go for a grant and wants to jump into that game, I think it's a little bit harder unless, you know, I don't know. I don't know how Cle did it or Wenatchee or whoever, but um, I think we have a problem giving money to private... I think, the
11: city, I think the city could lead by example. I mean, our bridge, for example. I know that's a big taboo subject, but it needs to be painted. It's the entryway to everything else. so. That's a big ticket item. <laughs> but if the city were to put a foot forward, maybe businesses would be more apt to follow. Because our downtown corridor ultimately is the responsibility of the city. Just because we get businesses that come in here and buy they try to help the community. They pay their taxes and everything else. But ultimately, who who is responsible? The city should have some some input, some responsibility to make the downtown border unified.
0: Well, if you look at the old city hall, it's kind of uh, a remodel and it matches our color scheme. So yeah, we did take one step. Yes. Maybe one step. When, when, did this, when was this issued? In about six years ago. (laughs) (laughs) This is just the old, these are the old copies that I've had. (laughs) I'll get (laughs) that. I'm just saying if
3: you're going to do this, you need to start at the base. You need to set a downtown district first. Then you need to say in the downtown district, this is what we suggest businesses do if that's the way you're going with it.
0: Well, I think it's going to have to be enforceable. If we have it, we well, need to be able to enforce it. Well, it
3: can't be a suggestion <coughs> if you're going to enforce it. So you, you, you got to figure out which wrong. way you're going there. Chicken well,
1: before the egg. And yeah. on, and honestly, you know, we talk about not being able to keep businesses here, and I understand wanting it to look nice when you come through here. But if you start putting <coughs> restrictions on businesses to come into town. Are you no, going to scare them?
0: I'm
1: just saying. Yeah, I'm hoping that a hundred dollars to well, pay, no. which is okay. I'm saying we
0: can change yeah. that. That's
1: well, I'm just possibly, p- possibly, but then you're talking the city's money, so there's got to no,
0: be a lot talking more. City's money, we're talking. What revitalizations on there? Yeah, yeah. yeah, if
1: yeah, if you if you've got that kind of money, but I'm saying right now, unless we've got something more squared away and more time to talk and discuss. I don't want to scare away people who <coughs> want to come into town because we are requiring them to paint and or put up a facade well, that matches what we want and well the so whole
0: idea is to make it more attractive so understand businesses that. will want to. i understand i'm not that. trying to keep businesses out believe me yes dakota yes, you have well, why don't you our get our business own. owners together and ask them yeah
6: get all the business owners together get them down here and say this is what we'd like to do how many people want to join in?" Or
0: an option. I've got or two hand hand. hands up here. I've got oh, Dakota
7: right. and then Robert. <laughs> I was just saying so to point, like is there any sort of incentive that the city could offer in terms of like tax credit or some sort of reimbursement for businesses that in good faith make those renovations to their buildings um, that the city can in turn give some sort of I mean. fund or tax assistance to So remember,
3: we can't give monies, but I think that if we we set up a downtown business district that's set alone, that has specific rules, we can codify those as long as we follow within certain guidelines. And yes, at that point, we could probably give some tax credit back. But without doing that, we're set by the code that's currently in place with the commercial district and we can't just go give that to everybody all over right, right. so we got we got to look at that specific corridor we're going to truly revitalize that it's got to have its own set of rules
11: and if you go one step forward forward and make it a historic district then you can apply for those type of grants if, on you, top of that.
6: if you can get that that'd be great <laughs>
3: I'd be, I'd be more than
0: I'm sorry, I can't hear what you said other than tax credit. <laughs> I'd be more than willing
3: to put some paint up for, for tax credit every month. I think that th-
4: th- the, the taxes that our businesses are paying are not to the city. They're to the state. And then we receive like a portion of the sales tax, Or so we don't have the legislative <laughs> power to... <laughs>
3: <laughs> but we have the power to rebate that. in that case.
0: <coughs> Well, we can see what we. I mean, we can look into it. I just wanted to get a feel for if you're with me or you're against
9: me. Well, I don't well, think anybody's against I, you. I think I, we're all with you
3: on the aspect of yes, mm-hmm. we need the a theme, but we got to do the right pieces in the right order to make sure it's legalized and appropriate. I That's liked. I liked whoever
1: made that comment too. Let's get the businesses together. What? How do they feel about this? What is their opinion? Because they're already here in town, so we so need to make idea. them part of what whatever decision we make discussion
9: on it yes yes uh, um, somehow some way whether it's an agreeable similar paint job I don't care what it is but I just went to the groundbreaking for the new fire department in West Richland. Um they're building a new middle school on Kennedy Road that's, you know, I mean, it's, it's within a half, m- well, it's within a mile of the new fire station they're gonna build. And that station is, like I say, it was groundbreaking. It's, it's there. Uh, it's G2 is gonna be the construction people. But I guess what I'm trying to say is the road tracks that used to be there West Richland has now gone beyond that road track where the trestle used to be. Uh, West Richland has a vision. Uh, if Benton City doesn't get a vision, West Richland's, I'm sure, is the Yakima Indian. River. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and I don't want to be part of West Richland, but if, without a vision, I can see you <laughs> <didn't> have a <laughs> choice. <laughs> so... You know, whether, like I say, whether it's a paint job, whether it's similar construction, whether it's similar paint, and I, I think the bridge idea is wonderful. Tomorrow, somebody ought to be painting that damn thing. Get us there, I, Get up there. <laughs> 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 I, I just think somehow we need to focus and, and get a vision that will let West Bristol know that we don't want to get stomped on because we might
0: well, well this um, this brochure that, that I handed out has a town theme and the town did vote on on the theme and that theme is historic railroad and, and and so all of this is based on that town theme and I think as Cindy said if we had could could get a historic district grant or something would be really fantastic. If you want that bridge to look
6: better go we'll talk to Lynn Johnson. He's the one that got in the foo-foo with the state or county whoever it was when he painted that thing many years ago. So, Well I know a we have to it. sandblast it huh? and
0: that's expensive and it requires <coughs> <the> kinds <of coughs> nets. Well they got
6: vacuum cups so you can sandblast the vacuum at the same time but the point um, being that Lynn Johnson can probably fill you in on the detail group yeah. they may be. Yeah,
1: isn't that a DOT? So we can't paint it. The city yeah. cannot paint it. That's got to be Department of Transportation. Mm-hmm. But well,
11: just they've told, told us simple. in the past yeah that it would be that nice we could right the city mm-hmm. can move At our or they do it. Or someone right. They do something else. Something that shows you're invested. oh I, I agree. That I you're I not agree. expecting the businesses to be solely invested. I agree. I think it
1: needs to, I think it needs to be a group thing and with the businesses included so yeah. that we can I mean, if we're going to put an idea out there, we need to have it figured out though before we start throwing little ideas here and there. We need to have it figured out. It's going to take several
11: meetings before you can follow this. Absolutely.
0: Okay. Any other comments? Okay. Come on, Dan. (laughs) Come on, (laughs) Dan. Uh, Any other general council comments? No. Okay, then I'll entertain you. Motion to adjourn. Second. Second. <laughs> All in favor? Aye. 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 Okay. We're adjourned. Uh, so we can have a